0: Hello, queers. You're listening to Movies a la Queer. This is Sarita Ramirez. And on this episode, I want to talk about a film that has so far been very, very popular. It has gone on to go on talk shows. People have talked about it. The press is picking it up. They love it. Memes are being created through the roof. And this film is a romantic comedy. It's a romantic comedy that is supposed to capture the range of emotions tied to wanting your family's acceptance, being true to yourself, and not trying to ruin Christmas. Okay, whoever wrote this IMDb synopsis is funny. (laughs) And on that note, the film that we are talking about today is 2020's Happiest Season. Happiest Season a 2020 U.S. film written and directed by Clea Duvall starring Kristen Stewart Mackenzie Davis Aubrey Plaza and Dan Levy and the IMDb synopsis a holiday romantic comedy that captures the range of emotions tied to wanting your family's acceptance being true to yourself and trying not to ruin Christmas all right let's listen to that trailer I just woke up thinking about going home with you and got very excited about Christmas. I get to go meet the people that made my favorite person. I'll always take December way over Abby, tree. you and Harper have a perfect relationship. She is my person and I really want everyone to know that. I want to marry her. What are you doing on your phone? I left a gentleman alone in my apartment, so I'm tracking him to make sure he leaves. You're tracking him? Yeah, I track everybody. If the NSA can do it, so can I. I'm so excited. I can't believe I'm finally gonna meet everyone. There's something that we should talk about. Hi! I didn't tell my parents I'm gay. So who do they think I am? This is Harper's orphan friend, Abby. <sighs> yes, of course. They're there. You're so brave. Oh. You don't need to be. I cannot believe I've got all my daughters under one roof. So her parents believe their straight daughter brought home her lesbian friend for Christmas? Not exactly. They also think that I'm straight. Have they ever met a lesbian? This is why I avoid Christmas. It brings out the worst in everything. I've always skated circles around you. <laughs> I love it when they do this. You're such a cheater! It makes it so fun. No, it! Just be yourself. <laughs> but don't lie. You're a very bad liar. Really? Harper. This is Abby. Abby is my orphan. <laughs> roommate. We... I am an orphan. But we live together. As friends. Um, like acquaintances. Oh, please stop. Yeah. Bells ring out on Yeah. The... I can relate to being in love with somebody that is too afraid to show the world who they are. <laughs> What are you doing in the closet? I'm here to rescue you. Are you the ex-boyfriend? Yes, I am very sexually attracted to her. Mm. A female. I nailed that, and she is fabulous. you the only girl i got on my list. i your name. How painful it's been to watch the person that I love hide me. I am not hiding you. I am hiding me. Everybody's story is different. Just because Harper isn't ready doesn't mean she doesn't love you. Abby, honey, are you okay? Uh-huh. Morning. I'm sorry about all this mess. Morning, kids. Morning. Morning. Honey, I'm headed to the office. Have a good day. You know I will. So we are in Pittsburgh, and it is cold. We meet Abby, played by Kristen Stewart, and Harper, played by Mackenzie Davis. They are a couple who decides to go to Harper's family's Christmas gathering get-together, despite knowing that Harper has not come out to her family. And they don't even know that her roommate, quote-unquote roommate Abby, is a lesbian, much less her girlfriend. And right before they get to Harper's house, Harper's trying to convince Abby to come anyway, because Abby is freaking out, as she should be. And Harper's like, no, it's going to be okay. You know, my parents are going to love you. Right at the end, you have (laughs) Abby who asks, well, how bad can it really get? See, when lines like this are shown in films or in TV shows or what have you, it's just inviting more chaos and the viewers and the audience members, we know that there's going to just be a shit ton of shit that's going to appear. It's going to be a really shitty week and it was. So let me start off by saying that I really like Clea Duvall's films. I am a fan of hers. I have been a fan of hers for a long time. Ever since I saw her in Girl Interrupted where she played Georgiana, she had probably be the most underrated role in that whole film. I also did an episode many years back on But I'm a Cheerleader, and while it's not my favorite queer film, I still validate its importance to the queer community, especially millennials. Back in 2018, The Intervention was released, another film that was written and directed by Claire Duvall, and it stars uh, Natasha Leon, Melanie Linsky, and Jason Ritter, and it's great. I should review it because it was one of the best films that I saw that really tackled different dynamics and relationships and, of course, queer relationships as well. All that being said, I will be honest. I saw Happiest Season three times. The first time, I found it really hard to like. I could not attach myself to anyone in this film. I just saw this super wasp family that had no consideration for other people and were extremely tone deaf and entitled and I just couldn't relate. And I was so excited to watch this film, too, because I am a fan of the actors in this film, especially Mackenzie Davis, especially Alison Brie, and Dan Levy. I stayed away from watching the trailer of this film because it felt like every single social media platform that I have an account in was just trying to throw the trailer at my face, like, watch it, you're gonna watch it, Sorry. That's how it felt because it was literally every single ad on YouTube it was the Happiest Season ad targeted to me which is correct because I did end up watching it all of that to say I avoided it like the plague until I sat down to watch the film in its entirety and I'll just say I thought the sibling rivalry was tedious at- some point, and I get sibling rivalry. I grew up with two brothers and as the middle child like this family in the film, we competed for attention and I always lost. So I get it. I get the need to want to hide yourself, to keep up this perfect image, to avoid the scolding and the disappointment looks from your parents, especially when all you want to get is their approval and their validation. You want to say Fuck their approval, but I also get it. I mean, I seek my mother's approval to this day, all the time, ask my girlfriend. That being said, the next two times that I watched Happiest Season, it grew on me. I noticed these little things here and there that I didn't notice in my first viewing, and it made me like it a lot more. But let's just say this, Harper did Abby dirty. And I don't know if I would have been so forgiving. So let's look at what I loved. Number one, I really liked the opening sequence, the caricature story, cartoon story of Abby and Harper's relationship when they meet, when they move in together. And and you can see the dates on the corner of the drawings. And I thought that it was really cute. It gives you background info that wasn't narrated, which I always appreciate. Uh, Another thing I really liked, I really enjoyed the background of where this film was shot. And I'm not sure if this was shot in Vancouver or Toronto or hell, Los Angeles. And I say Los Angeles because the bar that we see Riley and Abby in later in the film, the Oxwood, is a popular bar bar in Los Angeles. I get sleuthing brownie points. But I thought that the city was very cute. So if this was shot in Pittsburgh, I wanna go back to Pittsburgh, it looked great. I also really liked the chemistry between Kristen and Mackenzie Davis, or at least what we saw of it. We didn't get a lot of romantic moments between them because, well, the central plot, but it was cute when we did get to see their cute moments. I saw a meme going around commenting on the height difference and I am offended, okay? I am a tall woman myself. I stand at 5'10", almost six feet with the afro, which is about 178 centimeters. I have mostly dated people shorter than me and there's nothing wrong with that. Those memes are hilarious though. (laughs) They're really funny. I'm thinking about it. Right now. So let's get this out of the way. I think Kristen and Aubrey's chemistry was really good too. And there is that big debate on who Abby should have been with. A lot of people are Abby Riley fans. And I'm gonna side with the Instagram account. God, I'm such a dike on this. Shout out to you guys, you guys are great. I'm also team Abby Harper. And I mean, yes, I wouldn't super forgive Harper after what happened in that really shitty Christmas week. But I wouldn't give up on the relationship and then jump into another one with my ex's ex. I thought we all swore to stop doing that. That's not a thing anymore. And number four, I really liked how at the end, when you see Harper's mom, Tipper, <laughs> the name is Tipper, guys. When, <laughs> when you see Harper's mom, Tipper's Instagram feed, you see that Abby doesn't propose to Harper until the following year. I I think it was Halloween, actually. And if we remember, Abby was going to propose to Harper on Christmas Day. Even after the big coming out and the family seeming okay with everything, It's realistic to see that maybe these two had to heal, especially Abby, you know, she had to trust Harper all over again. And as Harper said in her big speech when she tracks Abby down at the gas station, she said that she was going to make it up to her every day until it was better. Some honorary mentions of things that I noticed and liked. I really liked the middle sister, Jane. She was the comic relief that we needed. I'm going to assume that she was the middle sister or the middle child of the three, um, Mary Holland, who plays Jane, was very likable. I think she was... No, I don't think. She was the only likable family member, actually. And I also liked the gothic twin. At first, I didn't understand why they would be so mopey and dark and liking Sylvia Plath. I mean, that was me in middle school, but I didn't get how these... Elementary school kids would be so into Sylvia Plath. But then, on the second and third rewatch, I noticed that they took after their mother, Sloane, who's also very stoic and sarcastic and kind of bleak. And like I mentioned before, it was hard for me to resonate with any of the characters in the film. However, yes, I could have resonated with Abby, but I didn't. I mean, not really. Really? I resonated the most with her when she was wanting to leave Harper's family house and saw that the Uber was going to be like a $1,000. So she calls her friend John, played by Dan Levy, and he's like, "Uh, I'm gonna call you back. And then he hangs up on her. So yeah, I had those moments. Overall, happiest season was very enjoyable after the first watch. It had the romantic comedy scenes that we grow to love and hate in romantic comedy films, like in the beginning when Abby falls off a roof and sees a Christmas dominatrix and her reindeer slave. I mean, that's great content. I do think that the film does grow on you the more you watch it, but I do know people that won't watch a film a second time if they didn't like it the first time. That being said, I liked it the second and third time I watched it. I did. I did really like it. Um, Aubrey Plaza is amazing. I thought that she was great in this in this film. I thought she was a great addition. So where can you see Happiest Season? Happiest Season is available to stream on Hulu. And I do thank you all for listening to this episode of Movies All Queer. If you haven't done so already, follow on Spotify, iTunes, or wherever you listen to podcasts. If you have any film requests or TV show requests or webisode requests, send those to moviesellaqueer at gmail.com. You can also follow Moviesellaqueer podcast on Instagram at Moviesellaqueer for all other updates. I wish you all a happy holidays. Stay warm, stay safe, and uh, stay home. <laughs> I'll see you next week with another episode. Bye.